the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So you are listening to The Bruce Hooley Show right here on 98.9 FM, The Answer. My name is Doyle Jackson. I'm Pastor Doyle Jackson. I'm in. Today I'm filling in for Bruce. He is doing well. He's going to call in a little bit later, around noon today. So if you want to hear Bruce's awesome voice, you can hear that today right here on his show. And I also have my great friend Vince Tornado here with me today. It's great to be here with you, Pastor. So today, uh, it's already in the news, uh, on my drive-in, Trump at, at court in uh, New York City. Did you hear about this? Yeah, is this, uh, was this the trial when he uh, removed the uh, mattress tag where it says, do not remove under penalty of law? <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it this one where maybe he smack-talked the kid who was uh, selling lemonade lemonade stand? It's just after, it, I don't know which trial is I don't this. know which, tri- I believe this is the trial where they have claimed that he overestimated the value of his property. Kind of like everybody on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> or on Craigslist. You know, so I've got this great item you want to buy that's, from that's, me. That's right. And so if you would, please, uh, please let me know if yeah. you'll pay full price. I mean, yeah. I, I just, I really yeah. don't understand the logic of this. Other than they they want to smear his name, and and please no, I'm I'm not like an advocate, but I'm just like um, I, I don't even understand. Other than they they were very honest about it. They said uh, the attorney general from New York. She said when she ran for office, I yeah. will get Trump, and so that's that's what's going on. And you know, there's going to be people bloviating about this all day on talk radio and on TV. <laughs> And so we thought we would take one minute and bloviate with them. No, we're just going to say a few things and then move on so that you will at least know you've heard the news and you can move on from it. Well, I think I think the thing that frustrates me is um, when you when you have these these extremes. So on one side, you have the attorney general, uh, Latita James, and uh, you know that any AG uh who uh, who is in charge in New York is probably not somebody who's wearing a bonnet and uh, you know goes to church uh, two times, two three times a week. Not very that's conservative not true. person. I've I've watched Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods, right? That's right. I have not watched Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods is very clear that uh, good Catholic folks uh, work in the DA's office and are police officers, and they're going to do the right thing. Well, I would imagine that show is not based based in reality. Is that is. Uh, Tom Tom Selleck, I just think of Hawaii when I see him every time. All right. Well, I wish I had a mustache like that. But that's right. But but basically, uh, going back to my point here is that when you have these attorney general, attorneys general, whatever, however it's said, when you have them, like you can guarantee that somebody in New York is uh, is not going to be conservative. Uh, and so I think the thing that frustrates me is just like 
when you have these like cheap lines of like, oh my gosh, come on. And those are, we'll talk about the debates later, but basically you have these lines of like where the woman's like walking into the courtroom, the AG of New York is walking in. She's just like, well, this is going to prove that nobody is above the law, no matter how much money you have. And I'm like, okay, come on. Like you're on, like, like you're are like riding in on your horse of purity to yeah. like cleanse New York of Donald Trump. It's just the whole thing is just like it's it's a it's a it's a clown show from the word go. Well, I just think it's it, it's gone off the rails when people are using their position of power. Uh, I mean, they're openly stating, uh, "If you will elect me to Attorney General, I'll use the office to to harm somebody," and and they call. Donald Trump a bully, and I think that we have both sides bullying, and it's uh, it's it's today he he called the the judge that you know has devalued his property, you know rogue and everything. What I think is interesting, and I'll, this is my only take on this, is I feel like so Donald Trump is going to bring the banks that he borrowed money from and he paid them back. Okay, that's yeah. the facts. That he borrowed money and they got their money back. He he did what they wanted him to do in terms of fulfilling the contract. They understood that, and now they're going to have to come to court. And my my question is 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 really the attorney generals, the judge, and these people are they really trying to just expose the banks uh, so that those banks don't want to be identified with Donald Trump? Is it somehow? They're trying to harm those banks, to poison the pond, so to speak, um, and, and to, to harm Donald Trump. It's it's a it's a very it's a very curious theory. It's that's that's something that when we were talking about before we before we came on the air that I that I thought about, and 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 I, and I don't know. I, I don't know how to react to that. I think that this is. It's almost like it's almost like once. Once somebody stood up and said, well, we're going to charge Donald Trump with this and do a trial here, then somebody else stood up and said that, okay, they're going to do it too. And everybody just starts piling on with, with, with everything. So I think a part of this challenge is, is the fact that – well, I, I, guess, I guess the best way to say it is this. I think that if you dig far enough and you dig long enough on anybody, you're going to find – Something. Well, that's so. I'm a pastor. Yeah, and that's a biblical principle. That's okay? right. Yeah, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I mean, everyone uh, comes into this category, and um, that's that's what we're going into. Well, and so with that being said, is I think that the thing that frustrates me is when you go into these things. There, there is going to be something that's going to come out, and somebody's going to find something, perhaps throughout this, throughout all this, uh, all, all these multiples of trials and all this. And so, for me, um, something will come out that's not going to be the greatest, and then it's just going to be blown up. And then what they're going to do is they're going to say, "Oh no, this was the most you know terrible thing, and that this happened." And it just, it just, it just frustrates me because it's just like, yeah, we all know that you know he's. Uh, He's not pure as the wind-driven snow, as they say. You know that it's not. Uh, it's not. Um, you know this. Th- this is not something that's done to to purify the state of New York and and to really get justice here. If you stand back and think about this and be like, "Oh yeah, well this is just this is just to do their thing," you don't think this is this is at least a little bit politically motivated. 
there, there was a woman that I was talking to, um, and uh, and and she she's a nice lady. She's a flaming liberal, but we get along and we play pickleball on a regular basis. <laughs> um, so it can't it can't coexist. It can't coexist. Um, uh, hey, on the field of pickleball, yes, yes. So she uh, she um, she and I were talking, and she was like, "Did you see the latest trial and all this stuff?" And I was just like, "I." I, I kind of don't care. And I was like, oh, what's going on? And so she said, well, the, the attorney general said this and that and all this other stuff. And so then I go and I'm just like, wait a second. See, you don't mean, to, you mean to tell me that at least a little bit of this is politically motivated? You don't think that? And she, she couldn't say anything. Because of course it is. Yes. It's definitely. But, but I think the bigger question is, can we sustain this as a nation? Can a nation that allows their judicial system to be used as an implement, as a weapon, uh, politically, can it survive? I don't think it can. I think that we have to be honest that this will destroy us. Because if if we start, I mean, I know people are going to claim we've always used the ju- judicial system in some of these ways. I don't, I don't believe it's been this blatant. I don't believe that people have openly run in public office uh, in this way, and I, I think that that is the real problem. I think I think for me, the way that I would word it is, I would say that um, you have to think about where something takes you down the road, and if you have somebody who, let's say, has, and I'm just this is just for the sake of the conversation to make the point. If you have somebody who's perhaps maybe done 10% wrong, 90% right, and they try to blow up that 10% to be something, then they're going to use that 10% wrong to justify doing all of this. So then that gets you on the pathway of they're going to you know, do it more and more with, with, with more people down the road because this does set a precedent. I mean, yeah, I, I, you, can't, you, can't, you can't argue against that. And so I think for me – the the problem that I have with, have with it is it it's it sets forth a troublesome path is the way that is it the does. way that I would describe it and and I guess what and this is why I want to move on from it people are going to be talking about it all day long and they're gonna they're gonna go into the minutia of it you know well every time you get a loan you know you have to prove that your house is valued at X well the bank won't give you that loan unless they they exploit your themselves yeah. So who is the government protecting in this? Who is the victim in this? This will be the discussion about this case. And the truth of the matter is uh, Donald Trump's going to win the day on the argument on this one because there is no victim. He paid the banks back, and it's over. And um, But the winner on the, on the left is, I did what I said I would do. I've beat up Donald Trump. I think the biggest thing, too, though, this man is going to get some cool millions from all these trials. You're only feeding the base with Donald Trump. And uh, we got a little, uh, you know, maybe maybe some changes to the debates. Talk about that coming up right here on The Bruce Hooley Show. You're listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer. This is The Bruce Hooley Show, and what a privilege it is for me to be uh, filling in for Bruce today. I'm Pastor Doyle Jackson, and I'm here with Vince Tornado. Vince, what you got? All right, so you watch the debates? No. 
Why not? I I, I live in rural America. Okay. And in you don't rural get America, you don't get television out there. We uh, well, but it's it's not on the free airways. You have to have cable. You have to have Fox. And I don't have that. It's not available. Not even like on on your phone. You could like watch it on your your iPhone. No, it wasn't live on YouTube. Fox kept it just for the Fox. Really? Yeah. Oh, they I... they talked about it. I mean, I I can watch YouTube, but I I can't watch Fox. I you have to have a subscription somewhere. I don't have a a grandma somewhere that'll loan me her subscription so I can watch it on the app on my phone. And that would be wrong as well, a pastor. Well, well, now wait, wait, hang on, hang on. I want to go back to that. So, do you think, as a pastor, if let's just say my brother-in-law has a Netflix account or somebody has some sort of streaming account, and we want to share the password, is that stealing? In your opinion, is that wrong? I think that it's about your household, and so you know, if your college student uh, is a part of your household. Uh, if your mom and dad live in your house, as my in-laws did for a while uh, at my house, okay, okay, but now, you know, they're in their own house. So. Okay, so like if a college student moves away and he's still using the login, then that's not wrong because he's a, he's a part so. of I mean, that kind of familial I mean, unit. The insurance company will let you stay on to your twenty-six. Okay, right? so why can't you stay on the Netflix till your till well, till your twenty-six? Uh, you know, I just think that it's. Uh, I mean, if if they. If Netflix agrees to it, but I don't believe Netflix is agreeing to it. No, they have they have a uh, like a new password sharing thing where you can add like you know you get like a certain extra fee or something like that. Yeah, and then you can share passwords. So all right, so so you, you don't watch the debates because it's on Fox and, and you, you don't get that. Access I mean, in out theory, there. I could watch it twenty four hours later when they finally load it up to YouTube. But, okay, um, I just. I'm not that interested in the debate. Why not? Just why not? Because it's it's interesting to see. I mean, the polls show. If I wasn't working, if I wasn't busy, if I didn't have a life and have some obligations. That's right. Then if I was home and it was on, I might say, well, let's check out the debate for a few minutes and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm curious. Uh, what do you What do you think? 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989. That's 844-825-5989. Yeah, let's make sure the phone actually works in this building. Yes. So pick up your phone and call us now. Let's make sure they're paying the bills. Are they paying the bills, Jeff? They're good. Okay, yes. All right, so that, that's excellent. All right, so let's get, let's get the train back on track here. So basically, the debates don't interest you. To me, I kind of fall in the same camp a little bit. No, they do interest me, but okay, I, don't, okay. I'm not, I don't have access. Okay. I mean, you're asking me to... To I don't know. Can you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch the debate? No, it's going to have sports on. Yeah, I don't want. But if you're eating wings, do I want to sit and watch a debate? Like, no, no that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to. I'm not going to drive to town to find some place <laughs> that does have cable just to watch the debates. Can I just say that I love that you have to drive into town? Like it's like you know when like like back on like Andy Griffith and stuff like that. Like. I'm, oh, uh, Aunt B is going to drive into town to go to the grocery store. You you still have to drive into town, and I'm not bagging on it. You just have to drive into town to use the internet. You know, I listen. Just, there are I three. Like there are three Americas. All right. There's urban America, suburban America, and, and rural, rural America. America. And I've lived in all three, man. You have lived. That's excellent. So so this man has got some uh, some some social experience there. So okay. So the debates. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy, who is actually a local uh, candidate from uh, here in Central Ohio. 
uh, who definitely is uh, a little bit of a firecracker. I bet he lives in the burbs. I bet he probably does. He probably does. It doesn't strike me as a guy who'd be uh, who'd be having chickens and, and donkeys and stuff on his farm like you. That's right, man. All right. So uh, currently, to qualify for the debate, the RNC sets the standards. You have to have at least seventy thousand unique donors and uh, have at least two hundred from twenty or more states each. Now you have to uh, show a few polls that show you at four percent or higher. So kind of four percent kind of seems to be the threshold. What Vivek is trying to say and what his campaign is saying is that they should limit it to the top four. So raise the donor threshold from 70,000 up to 100,000 and also raise the uh, the uh, polling up uh, slightly as well, too. Um, I like this quote here. Um, here we go. Here it is. Um, but against the backdrop of a chaotic second debate, and the reality of a front runner who has declined to participate, a.k.a. Donald Trump, we respectfully call, this is Vivek's campaign, we respectfully call on the RNC to revise its approach so that Republican voters can focus on serious candidates who have a viable path to beating Joe Biden or whomever the Democrats put up to replace him, unquote. Uh, and so uh, would you be in favor of such a change? Because there's so many people on stage, it is kind of like a chaotic family reunion so to speak well i i don't i don't have a problem with the republican party doing that all he's asking is for a steeper curve to get rid of some other people uh the question is would vivek be arguing for that if he was in the lower part of the tier probably not okay so uh well no see what i'm saying yeah so he 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 feels really good about how he's doing and so he wants himself to to have less competition to deal with. Um, I guess the question that really begs to be answered is uh, the standard, your ability to raise money and the number yeah. of donations that you have and your polling. And, and, and polling is a real question to begin with. Okay? It's, a weird, it's a weird kind of math. See what I'm saying? It, it, it's does that indicate that someone is capable of running the nation? And you know, uh, the the question is: Do debates help us know if people are capable of running the nation? What the debates do is they help us understand their ideas, their worldview, at least while they're on that stage for that one hour. Uh, they many times, uh, you know, they'll they'll change their views when they're in a crowd of people somewhere else. Yeah. But it's helpful. I, I think I think watching someone fold on a debate so someone can't handle the heat in a debate. Yeah. How are they gonna handle the heat in the White House? Yeah. How, yeah. How are they gonna handle the heat when they're in a meeting with Putin? And and the, the the problem is we as I mean, if if you live in New Hampshire or you live in Iowa, yeah, you get to meet the candidates. If you live in Ohio yeah. and I and I've lived here for twenty five years, I don't think people in Ohio realize how special it is because we're an important state. Yeah. Because we always the candidates come through, and so yeah. you get to at least go see them and hear them. It's a, it's a lot of political theater for me. I think the debates can be helpful, but you got to look after the folks who are offering substance rather than sound bites. And I got something that's very interesting, though. Uh, something was 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 left out of the latest spending bill. What was left out? Oh, we'll talk about that in five minutes. The Bruce Hooley Show right here on ninety eight nine. The Answer. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.